Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Stormbringer. Stormbringer has released an amazing album called AI4. This album is a barrage of metal mayhem that you will listen to over and over. And here is my interview with Stormbringer. Hello. Good, how are you? Not too bad at all. Thank you very much. Not too bad at all. Can you hear me okay? I hear you great. I wanted, to, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. That's not a problem at all. It's not a problem. It's my pleasure. Oh, thank you for having us on. I wanted to congratulate Sorry, so I could I just lost a bit of connection there, Bob. I wanted to, I wanted to congratulate you. Classic from classic. Oh, lo lovely! Thank you very much. That's uh, that's very kind of you. Very kind of you indeed. I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you the album title. Album title. Uh, sorry, what was that about? The album title. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, what is it you want to know? I suppose. I suppose it's it, what it means. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, so um, it's the fourth studio album that, sh that uh, Stormbringer uh, that we've recorded. Um, and uh, there's a kind of running theme throughout the entire album. Uh, it's not quite a concept album, but, you know, it's pretty close in that sort of seven of the tracks on there are all, you know, closely related. Um, and it's all to do with uh, those songs are about um, artificial intelligence, social media, uh, technology, um, and uh, the album title. Uh, we had we we had a few different names actually for for the title, um, but we chose AIIV, which basically stands for Artificial Intelligence Four. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, it looked good on paper. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we just thought, yeah, okay, that, that looks, that looks quite cool. Uh, you know, it says a little bit about what the album, it's a bit cryptic, but it says a little bit about what the album's loosely based on. Um, some of the other names we had actually were uh, Cyberbully. Um, our logo is like a Indian kind of storm god, but it's like a bull's head. Um, we just thought, oh, yeah, that'd be quite good, but we never ran with that. Um, one of the other names we was going to use was um, Algorithm. Um, and uh, it's quite funny, actually, because I saw the other day that Snoop Dogg has just released an album called Algorithm. Um, and <laughs> his album actually released on the same day as ours. So in some strange, weird, mystical way, we're twinned. I wanted to ask I you about, to ask about you some of the songs about. Okay, yeah, yeah, fire away. Um, I wanted to ask you about the song Morning Roses. Okay, yeah, no problem, no problem at all. Um, so the track Morning Roses for for us, um, it's kind of strange. Um, John, the drummer, he comes up with little melody ideas for vocals and it comes up with lyrics and guitar but you know we we all pitch in um 
and we all, you know, like come up with all these different bits. But John, you know, he's a big hairy bloke and he's a welder by trade. Uh, and uh, he sent me some videos of him humming around his workyard um, and sending me like little vocal melodies. Um, and he come up with like the melody for the chorus, just humming it. As soon as I heard it, I was like, wow, I know what I want to write this about. Um, so I took it away on the same day that he sent it and I started penning the lyrics. Um, and uh, I, had in, I had in mind um, two friends who were part of the same family. Um, they both passed away four years um, between each other and they were both very young, uh, both in their early to mid thirties. Um, and, um, you know, like the family had obviously, you know, been devastated. Um, and I felt quite powerless, um, uh, to help or do anything for them. Um, uh, and I just thought, you know, the only thing that I can do really is honor their memory, um, in what I do best. And, you know, that's writing, singing. Um, so I penned the lyrics to Morning Roses using um, the melody that John had sent over um, and wrote this song. I sent it back on the same day because we was in lockdown, so we were bouncing files to and from each other, you know, on, on the cloud and things like that. Um, that night, John went round to Darren's and, Darren was um, like sitting at his computer with a guitar and John's like, right, play this, play this, and, you know, play this and getting the riff down and, you know, everything like that. Um, and the next day I woke up, looked at my files and I had, you know, a basic demo kind of structure for the whole thing. Um, we played it in rehearsals and um, we didn't know how it was going to go down, but we, as soon as we played it, everyone was just like, taken back by it and we're like well you know like this to us you know we were like you know this is this is a cool song you know and i explained to the guys what it was about um and instantly the song grew from just how i felt uh, about my two friends and their families um and just connected with all of them and they were like oh, it makes me think of this person makes me think of that person and it was just really quick um and as soon as we went and recorded it in the studio, we just thought, you know, well, you know, if if it's moved that quick just from me to four other guys, how quick is it going to move through to other people? And it kind of, although it was about my two friends, it's so much bigger than that. It's um, it's a song for everyone who's ever lost anyone, um, and you know, honouring honouring their loved ones. Um, and yeah, that's essentially what the song is about, you know, losing people and but never losing sight of them in your mind, you know. Yeah, it's a great yeah, song. It's a great song. Oh, Stand Tall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Stand Tall. It's a it's a great track. It's one of the first ones that we wrote. Um, funnily enough, we uh we 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 loosely we wrote it we wrote it before lockdown. We played it before lockdown as a new track. Um, and then two years went by and, you know, we haven't done anything. You know, we've not stepped on stage for two years apart from last weekend. And, um, 
it was yeah, it's, it's funny. We we wrote it, and then when we came back to you know writing and saying right, you know, like during lockdown, we're just going to write, you know, get this album off the ground. Um, we went back and we fine tuned things, you know, little parts, and I went back and fine tuned the lyrics uh, until we had like a song that we were hundred percent happy with. Um, you know, and it takes time. It takes time to get there. You know, you can write a song and then, you know, once it's recorded, it's there forever, you know. So you really got to take your time in fine-tuning things and, and being happy with what you put down. Um, but Stand Tall, um, Stand Tall is really, um, it's, it's a track that's it's, it's based on, um, you know, everyone in the world, you know, every single one of us, we, we, we kind of fall under, um, you know, we fall in line with, you know, there's a hierarchy of people that are in control and people that are out of control, um, you know, and mostly most of us are out of control. Um, right. And Stan Paul's really one of those tracks that's saying, you know, like we're, we're really busy fighting each other all the time, you know. Um, everyone's trying to be heard. Everyone's trying to get their voices out there and their opinions and, you know, and they, they, they treat their opinions like facts and, they you know, they pretty much all out go to war with each other, you know, whether it's online or in the streets. Um, you know, like none of us are in control. None of us are. And Stan Tall is really basically saying, you know, like, come on, you know, we got we got to come together, you know, as, as a species more than anything um, and stop with the division you know, um, whether you're straight, gay, black, white, trans, Christian, Buddhist, whatever you are, you know, like we're all human and it's time for us to kind of come together, you know, and come of age. Um, and that's what Stan Tall's about. Yeah, it's hard yeah, pressed to, hard to, press come, to come with the favorite track. track. Another one, Another of, my favorites one of my favorites is Black, is Black Cradle. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Black Cradle. Um, it's funny, I've done a little video on this the other day for our social media um, over on Facebook. And, um, yeah, it's one of my favourite tracks as well, to be honest with you. Um, you know, Black Cradle is essentially, um, well, the Black Cradle is a mobile phone, you know, in its simplest form. Um, and for me, I'm... Um, looking at the way I grew up and I'm looking at, you know, like things like anxiety, depression, um, you know, that they weren't as big a deal when I was growing up. Um, but with the rise of social media and with the rise of technologies, um, you know, like being mobile comes a rise with, anxiety and depression in a lot of people and it's funny because it runs parallel um you know like runs parallel with you know like people growing up with easy access to information and you know not just information but misinformation um bad information uh and, and just feeling like all these anxious and depressed feelings so for me, Black Cradle is a song about the way that we use our technology. Uh, not necessarily that technology is a bad thing. You know, if it wasn't for it, we, we wouldn't be able to have this chat right now. Um, 
you know, I'm one side of the pond and you're the other. So it's like, yeah. it's amazing that we can do this. Um, but, you know, our, our technology should be used as a tool. And a lot of people use it as a crutch, something to lean on. You know, their entire lives depend on their digital self and they're deeply unhappy, these people. There's a lot of people that are deeply unhappy because of the way that they're using technology. Um, you know, I've always said that, um, you know, what's the difference in danger between a gun and a car? And, and there isn't. There's no difference. It's the person behind it, you know. Um, a car is just as lethal as a gun, but they're both tools. And when used in the right way, they can be extremely effective. But when used in the wrong way, they can be lethal. And our mobile devices are no different, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The measure of man, man is not the number of likes you have on Facebook. No, absolutely. It's really not. Um, and it's it's crazy that the younger generation have grown up that way. You know, they've seen, you know, like I look, I look at teenagers now and I'm like, wow, you know, your parents have grown up being the first people to ever use the internet um, and, and mobile devices. And, you know, no one got a lesson in it. You know, it was just, okay, here's all this information, like ready, go. And people were searching all sorts of things, you know, as, as the internet and technologies were developing, there was no safety. There's no, no one out there looking out for you. It was just given to you, you know, almost like, um, you know, if I left my son in a room with, you know, 10 big boxes of sweets and said nothing, would he try and eat all of them and, and, and just overindulge? You know, he probably would, you know, he's a young boy, mm -hmm. but, um, that's very much what the internet and technology has been uh, like for, you know, like some generations, the first generations, you know, they were just giving it and, you know, run with it and see what happens. And then their kids have grown up um, just seeing that, um, you know, so I think we're still very young, you know, the internet's still a really new thing, you know, mobile devices, tablets, computers. I mean, they're, they're awesome. They're becoming more advanced. Um, but we're very much still young, um, particularly in the way that we interact and the way that we use these uh, technologies. So, uh, yeah, it's like Cradle's about, really. I think the thing that scared me as a parent was watching my watching daughter sitting on the internet. And I'm like, don't you want to go play with your friends outside or something? Whole world out there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I really feel what you're saying there. You know, um, you know, it, it, it's it's funny because it makes you feel old when you're like, yeah, I used to go and play in trees. You know, yeah. I, used to, yeah. I, used walking, right. I used to go and walk in rivers, play in trees. You know, and you fall over, you get back up again. Um, you know, make bows and arrows, and just you know, like we would do the craziest stuff. Um, you know, that would bring us you know like a lot of times physical harm you know you'd graze your knee you'd break an arm or you know you, you know that kind of thing would happen um but in the grand scheme of things no one was going outside playing with their friends 
then going home and then taking their lives. But now you've got kids that aren't going outside and they're in no immediate danger, but because of what they've got in front of them, they're taking their own lives, you know? It's this constant 24-hour barrage and bombardment of contact from people all over the world, and those people can be ruthless because there's no kind of repercussions. No one ever thinks that their one comment is the comment that's tipped one person over the edge. So there's no accountability there when a young person takes their life. And you read through their history and their messages, you know, after the event. And, you know, they've got hundreds of messages and, you know, all abusing, being horrible and being, you know, downright cruel um, to someone for some reason. And um, there's no accountability because there's such a big collective of people. Um, you know, I thought about it the other day and I was, <laughs> I said, I said to um, one of my band members, you know, one little prick, you know, ain't going to kill you. But a thousand all at once, it's, you know, it's just going to, sure, it's going to sure. cause some damage, right? Uh, awesome. Uh, awesome. Ask, ask, ask your favorite your song. Favorite song, song what would be? be? Oh, my favorite song. Um, that's really, for me, there's two. Um, I don't know that it's really hard. It's actually, it's become my favorite album out of the four that we've done. Um, and there's, there's so, for me, there's so many songs on there that I really, really love. Um, but I think the two, um, two that I really love, um, is morning roses and medication. Um, they're both polar opposites. Um, in, in terms of the sound and, and the feel and the energy, you know, one is very mm-hmm. sentimental. Yeah. Um, and the other is just, you know, just an all out party rock and roll track, you know, like you want to move to it. You, you know, you, when you listen to it, you know, and you're in a live situation, you want, you want someone to spill their beer over you, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you want beer in the air and bodies moving, you know. Um, so for me, it's it's those two tracks, you know. They've both got real good energy, um, but at polar ends of the spectrum. I also wanted to talk to you about the main tour bringer. Tour bringer. Um, one oh, is the band's name based upon the Stormbringer sword, sword. Or the Deep Purple Song or something, or something totally different. Totally different. <laughs> this is something that we get asked um, quite often. Um, so no, it's it's nothing to do with um, Deep Purple. Um, it's nothing to do with a Stormbringer sword. Um, we're not um, a covers band of Stormbringer in Tampa, um, who are <laughs> who, who I believe you know we get tagged in their posts all the time. You know, and I'm sure they get tagged in ours as well. It's quite funny, um, but I think that I think they're a, a, a deep purple covers band um, in Tampa. Um, you know, obviously with the same name, but now Stormbringer. Um, that was decided before 
joined the band um and i was like okay that's the name you know no problem i just wanted to play music and and write and i don't care what we called you know um but uh i found out later on that yeah we were called stormbringer and we had this logo um this figure i could say like a like an indian uh uh, ball figure with like head dressing on and you know beads around its neck and everything like that and um that was actually an indian i think i think it was indian i might be might be wrong but it's like a uh indian stormbringer god um and the god that god brings the storm and the rain and everything that comes with it you know um mm-hmm. and uh it was like okay we're called stormbringer because of our logo basically you know we got stormbringer god um for our logo so stormbringer that 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 was literally how it came about so yeah definitely not um after deep purple or or a sword or or, or any other band and speaking and of speaking other bands, it can't be illegal. What with the band name? Yeah, I would, yeah. I wouldn't have thought so. What with the band in Tampa? You mean or with any of them? Like two or three. Oh really? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I was thirteen. I was 13 and, and, I came, and I came up with all kinds, all of kinds of Stormbringer bands. Yeah, I suppose normally. You, you come up and you're going to come across Deep Purple if you look for Stormbringer in your search engine. That's going to be the top thing, isn't it, really? Oh, really? Wow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there's a load of us out there. I suppose it's really hard-pressed to come up with an original name these days as well, isn't it, really? You know, there's so yes. many bands yes. out there. Um I mean, I'm I'm good friends uh, with some of the members of uh, the Raven Age. I don't know if you've heard of them, um, but they're UK uh, metal band. Um, got quite a decent following. Um, done some decent tours, and um, I searched them up one day, uh, and uh, there was there was some folk band that are called the Raven Age as well, and you know I. I don't, I just, I really don't know if there is, there is, um, there's no need for it really. There's no, there's no need for any kind of yeah legal stuff to go on. I mean, you can call your band, you can call it, well, you know, what is in a name and, you know, the band makes the right. name doesn't right. it really, um, you know, one of the most unusual names, um, you know, that I can think of off the top of my head is corn. You know, who, who would have thought? You know, Corn is the name of a, you know is a name, good name for a, a new metal band. Um, you know, it's, it's quite strange, but they make it. Thought, you know, thought, it's it's a good name. Good name. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll keep the name and and uh, yeah, maybe we'll arm wrestle the other guys for it. See who wins. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to ask and you, what, to ask you what can fans look for next? Sorry, what was that? What can fans, what can look, fans for look for next? What are we get, what are we looking for next? Yeah, what can fans? Yeah, what look? can fans look? 
Oh, what from us? Right. Yeah, I see where yeah. you're going. Sorry, yeah. I've got a funny connection on my internet. Um, well, the next thing for from us, um, we've we've just recorded um, two videos um, with a guy called Chris Barris, who's the guitarist and singer of uh, the Chris Barris Band. Uh, he's uh, UK based as well. A really nice guy. Um, really, really cool to work with. Um, really knows his stuff. Um, he's like I say, he's, he's a musician himself. He's he's very successful. Um, but on the side, he makes videos. So we just spent um, three days with him recording two music videos, and one of those was Medication, which came out. Oh, what? Uh, two weeks ago now, just over two weeks ago, um, which has done quite well. We've had uh, good responses from that. But the next release from us is going to be on Christmas Eve. Um, and that's going to be, um, there's going to be a big push, you know, from us to get uh, get this next video out on Christmas Eve. And that's actually going to be the video for Morning Roses. Oh, great. Oh, great. So, yeah, a lot of fun filming that, a lot of time and effort and planning um, went into it, uh, you know, various different locations. It's probably the biggest, uh, biggest, you know, amount of time and effort that we've ever put into a video. Um, like I say, you know, we filmed in multiple locations. Uh, we was extremely fortunate, had some great people. Um, you know, we, we described the song to um, certain people and what it was about, and they were just like, yeah, okay, we, we want to help you out. You know, here's a location, here's a location. Um, we approached um, a local church uh, to film inside, um, and uh, the vicar was very much like, well, okay, you know, explain what it's about, you know, and, and do you have any music that I can listen to? Um, you know, she's probably thinking, probably checking that we're not a black metal band and singing about burning churches down with upside down crosses, things like that, you know. Sure, uh, sure. So uh, she listened to the track and was like, you know, we'd really like to use your small chapel. And uh, she got back to us and she's like, no, we don't want you to use the chapel. And I was like, all right, okay. She went, we want you to use the main church. I was like, oh, really? You know, and this church is, is beautiful, steeped in history. Um, just everywhere you look, um, you know, like there's just, you can't get bored looking around. Um, it's absolutely incredible. And they let us use that. They said, we really, really love the track. We love the sentiment behind it. Um, and we really want you to have like the main chapel. Um, and, um, yeah, they let us film in that location. So we used that as a base for the day and yeah, and filmed lots of, uh, lots of stuff in there. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be the next video. I don't want to give too much away about what else is going on in the video. Um, cause it's a bit of a surprise, but, um, yeah, it's definitely, like the coolest and biggest kind of video that we've ever done. And we've definitely put a lot of effort into making it look and feel um, 
like quite a special video and so did a lot of other people as well there was a lot of people i could go on um thanking quite a lot of people for um how that came together um but there was a lot of people behind the scenes really pulling out all the stops you know for us to be able to make this and um you know we're all truly grateful for those uh for those people in uh, behind the scenes so that's what you can expect next next from us um on december the 24th so yeah not long now any touring plans um we do have a slight plan it's not 100 percent confirmed just yet um but we're looking to go out on the road in april um and we'll be staying in the uk um with that tour um it'll only be a short tour you know um it's only going to be over over four weeks um you know we're still not quite sure how the world is going to be um you know we're not sure over here how it's going to be you know like next week so it's very hard to predict what we'll be doing in five months five five months time really but we're planning it and um yeah we're looking to get out on tour in the uk um at uh, sort of like early april um but yeah that's that's what we're aiming for and as, as far as abroad's concerned again that's even longer you know we went that that's the logistics for getting abroad um into europe um and you know even over to the states i mean it would be amazing um but at the moment, it's a bit of a logistical nightmare that we're going to have to plan very carefully. So, um, but yeah, if you can get over to the UK, <laughs> you're more than welcome to come to one of our shows. I also want to ask, going back, going back to who did the, who did artwork? the artwork? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, the artwork. Um, it was, we hired. Um, we hired an artist in Hello, Mickey. I lost you. I'll have to send you a message and let you know because um, he was really talented guy. Um, you know, we spent quite a lot of time having like, Skype meetings and messages, emails and everything like that. We had an idea for the artwork. We wanted to use our old logo but bring it up to date, um, make it more current. Um, we wanted it to run with the theme of artificial intelligence. So, um, you know, my my uh, my fiance she's a color expert um and does trend forecasting um and she you know helped me research you know like the colors that were going to be um in for ai this year um and stuff like that. so we put all these ideas and again you know we uh we asked people around us for help um and uh once we put all this information and given it um to the uh, designer, you know, what he come back with, we was just blown away. We're like, wow, you know, we couldn't, 
he, he couldn't have hit a brief, you know, more perfectly. Um, you know, he'd done an amazing job, um, even down to making, you know, his own unique font for this album. Um, so uh, he was a really good guy, really done an amazing job. Um, so I find out, I find out um, his social media, um, uh, his social media, where where he is and stuff like that. And I'll I'll send you a message um, so I can hook you up and you can look at his other stuff. He's brilliant. Okay, great. Okay, great. And I also and want I also to ask you. To ask you uh, if you could pick, if you your could pick your proudest moment, proudest moment. Um, okay, yeah. So, oh man, there's two. There's two, but my, no, my proudest. No, I'm go, no, I'll go with. I'll go with number one. The day that I found out that we were put on the bill for Download Festival at Donington Park in uh, Derbyshire, UK. Um, that was a big deal. Um, you know, for years and years, um, I'd, you know, I'd always, you know, like download, yeah, that's like the holy grail, you know. Like there are so many, so many great artists that have played on those grounds. Um you know, it, it, it had to be, yeah, being on the bill for download. Um, you know, like playing, you know, not necessarily on the same stages, but to see, you know, like your band on the back of a download festival T-shirt. Um, you know, we were right at the bottom of the T-shirt, <laughs> granted. Um, but, you know, seeing people like Aerosmith and Alter Bridge you know, and knowing that you're, you know, you're you're on the back of that T-shirt with them, you know, and you know some of the biggest names in 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 rock and metal. It was a really proud moment. Um, yeah, really proud moment. Darren, are Darren, you here? Are you? It says he's connected, but um, he keeps oh, he's coming. Gone. Oh, he's gone again. Yeah, he keeps coming in and out. Bless him. I think he's probably having some technical. Difficulties. So, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be joining us now. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to ask I you wanted to also, ask you also what's the best way to get merchandise? Right, yeah. Okay, so the best way to get merchandise uh, is go onto our website, which is stormbringerrocks.com. And straight away, as soon as you go on the landing page you'll be able to see the little drop down menu uh you can click onto our merch there's plenty of uh you know like t-shirts for the first second third and now the fourth album and hoodies and cds and yeah there's all sorts of all sorts of uh stuff on there at the moment so yeah we just had a new shipment of our merchandise for the aiiv album uh, that came through uh, last week, and um, yeah, you know, I haven't even got one of those T-shirts yet. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's the best way. Um, that's the best way to go about getting merch. But um, you know, maybe maybe we can sort something out and post something over to you without you having to do that. But 
you know, we couldn't do that for everyone. <laughs> hopefully, you can hear, hopefully me you can hear me, guys. I've managed to join. Oh, amazing. Welcome, Bob. Welcome, Darren. Good evening, Bob. How Good evening, you? Bob. How are you? Great. Great. So you, you were asking so about, you were asking uh, about uh, the artist. The artist on the... On the album, yeah. On the album, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was a guy was called... A guy uh, called uh, Alan O'Neill. Alan O'Neill. That's the one. Yeah, he goes the by the of, name of uh, Zon. If anyone wants to look, him up, wants to look him up on Facebook. That's it, Zon me. Great artist. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also want to ask you... I also want to ask you... You guys have Sorry, I've got lots of kickback. Yeah, me too. That's all right, yeah. Um... Hobbies. Do you guys have Do any hobbies beyond music? Um, yeah, I mean, I I like going to the gym. Um, that's, that's something that I really enjoy doing. Um, I'm quite um, I love being outdoors. You know, I'm quite an outdoors person. Um, so yeah, I mean, it sounds really boring, but you know, just going on going on good walk. Um. And uh, especially if there's a pub at the end of that walk, you know, uh, that's a good that's a good walk when there's a pub at the end of it. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know. How about you, Darren? How about you, Darren? Ah, uh, he's gone again. Well, well. At least we got to hear his wonderful voice. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, what are um, some? What are some? Um, there's been so many over the years, so many. Um, I think, you know, like my first, my first real kind of rock influence must have been Bon Jovi, you know, when I was really young. Um, yeah, it had to be Bon Jovi. Um, but then I started to kind of branch out from there. And um, listen to other vocalists, and um, I remember Sebastian Bach, um, Skid Row back in the uh, back in his heyday. You know, oh, was yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. insane vocalist. You know, he was he was brilliant. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, he's not quite got the stamina that he used to have now. Um, you know, through years of extensive touring, um, but. Uh, yeah, they, they were both kind of real big um, influences for me. But the, the creme de la creme um, for me um, has to be um, Chris Cornell. It has to be Chris Cornell. You know, that man's voice, um, you know, it's just, it, it, uh, it's incredible. I can't even put my finger on what was so good about his voice um just yeah there was soul in it um you know there was grain there was just you know raw emotion you know in pretty much everything that he'd done um so easy to fall in love with his voice um and he was a great lyricist you know amazing lyricist great guitar player um you know absolute devastating blow to the world of rock when when uh, when we lost him but yeah he's one of my top influences 
Yeah, bad motor. Yeah, bad finger, motor finger. One of my go-to albums. Oh, it's an insanely good album. Yeah, insanely good. Um, you know, I even love the stuff that, you know that you've done, like in Audio Slave. Um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. You know, again, that, that, that brilliant, brilliant stuff um, in there, and working with like, Tom Morello. It's kind of a, you know, and the and the guys from Rage is you know kind of real genius move. I think they're probably one of the most successful super groups that have, you know, ever emerged, you know. Um, in fact, I don't think a lot of people think of them as a super group anymore. You know, they just, you know, they were audio slave and, you know, like people kind of forget that, you've, you know, you've got Soundgarden and Rage Against the Machine kind of merged into one. Um, you don't look at them like that anymore. It's just like, yeah, man, you know, Audio Slave, brilliant. Uh, yeah, some great stuff there. You know, got a huge library, that man, of uh, songs. And, you know, l- there's, there's loads, loads of good stuff that he's done. So, yeah, he's one of he's one of the top, top influences for me. Darren. Darren. Hopefully you can hear me Hopefully again. Hopefully you can hear me again. <laughs> I can. I can. Who are some of your influences? Wow. I mean, it's, wow, uh, I mean, it's uh, myself and, uh, myself John, and uh, John. I mean, John's my twin brother, the drummer. Um, we've, I think we've dissected, think we've dissected most, uh, most uh, rock bands of all rock time. Bands of all time. For, but for me, certainly as a guitarist, it was always Randy Rhodes. The reason that I play guitar in the first place. Yeah, his yeah, stuff his was, stuff very, was very impressive. For sure, yeah. For sure, yeah. I mean, I think most of I think most of you know from a guitar playing point, most of Ozzy's guitar, Ozzy's guitars that followed, you know, as well as you know, as well as you know, we go to the newer era of guitar shredders and everything else that you know, that's what's so different about myself and Dom. You know, such different style of playing. Um, you know, Dom's, um, you know, Dom's a, more of a, a classic blues, a classic rock, blues rock guitar player, and he's an amazing, guitar amazing guitarist. You know, a load of feeling, load of feeling, and, and more of a, 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 more of a, a technical player. So, you know, we, we try, you know, we, we try and uh, compliment each other. Music. You know, in our music. Yeah, one, yeah, of, my, one of my favorite guitarists is uh, David Gilmore. Because he could do it more one note than some guitarists could do it ten. Yeah, I mean, Dave Gilmore is a British institution. Darren, I think we're losing you again. I think he's gone. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. 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 I'm just back. I'm getting a really bad signal here. So. Oh, there we go. So yeah, that's just a couple of our influences. Um, yeah, a couple a couple of our influences that we got for you there. There's you know, there's a whole list, you know, whole list of people. Um, but they're they're some of the top ones from us. Lastly, I want to ask you, you give any message would that be? just thank you you know um you know we're we've got to a point now um as a band where 
um, you know, like th there's a lot of time and effort that we put into the, in, into our music, you know, um, it, it's very much like a second job to all of us, you know, um, you know, I'm just glad I've got some good guys to bounce off and, um, and, and make all of this happen, um, for us. Um, you know, like when we come together, we work really hard, but, you know, the evidence of that is, you know, is in our fan base. Um, you know, they've, they've brought us to a level, um, and, and, and noticed the hard work that we put into what we do. Um, and, and, and the effort that we put into making sure that they enjoy, you know, themselves when they come out, you know, um, when they come to see us, you know, we really want to put on a show. Um, and, you know, the, the way that, um, you know, that we're, that we're reciprocated by our fans is incredible. Um, you know, we're just, um, we couldn't be more thankful uh, for all the people that come out to see us, all the people that comment on our social media. Um, you know, it can be very tiring for us sometimes, you know, when you're, when you've got this, you know, like this, this machine that you're trying to, you know, like push forward, um, you know, while in the background you've got, you know, your everyday life going on, um, you know, families, jobs and, you know, and everything that comes, comes with life in general. Um, but, you know, they've helped elevate us um, to a point now, um, you know, where we don't have to, um, like, uh, what's the word? It's, you know, like, we don't have to struggle anymore, um, you know, like with, um, you know, are we, if we put something out, is, is there anyone going to listen? Is there anyone going to take any notice of what we do? Um, and, you know, we've got some amazing fans, extremely loyal, um, you know, and, and lovely people as well. You know, we always take the time to chat to people after shows uh, and, and before shows. Um, you know, we always take the time like for our fans. Um, so I guess the message to all of them is just, you know, thank you for, you know, blessing us all with, you know, an in incredible career in music. Um, you know, I couldn't thank, couldn't thank you all enough for that. Yeah, I think, yeah, uh, I think uh, the community is There is. There is. Sorry, say that I, again. I, I think the Oh, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah, there's such camaraderie. Um, you know, there's just such a great community. Um, the amount of people I've spoken to who don't understand mosh pits when they see them, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you see people getting knocked down, but, you know, look a little closer. You know, like as soon as someone goes down, you know, you're picked up so much faster than you go down, you know, in a mosh pit. Um, right, right. <laughs> and, you know, like, that's just one example, really. Um, but, you know, they, they, everyone cares, you know. Everyone's in it there for the same reasons, just to enjoy life, you know, enjoy a good show, enjoy some good music, you know, and create some memories, you know. Um, so, yeah, you know, like the rock, metal community, um, yeah, it's... It's, it's a family, you know, it really is. It's a family. 
and uh, we all look out for each other. Well, I wanted to, well, thank, I wanted to thank you for being today. Well, it's been our pleasure. You know, thank you for having us on. Um, you know, uh, so it's, it's really nice to receive a message from you. Um, you know, asking us to come on to your podcast, and um, you know, we wish you all the success for the future. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Please feel Please free to feel keep free me updated up anytime. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So Cheers, we'll Bob. Sure. Yeah, Cheers, Bob. Yeah, ironically, I'm in the middle of a storm, of a storm here, I think. It's smooth my internet connection. I'm on Wi Fi. Thanks for inviting us on, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys have a great rest of your day. Okay, you take care, Bob. Thanks once again. Thank you again. Cheers. 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 Take care. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.